welcome to That's Anita Live, the talk show dedicated to providing personal development by providing emotional healing through sharing to help you create a happier life. Today I talk with Jamila Kemp, whose personal struggles as a single parent led to the birthing of her own nonprofit called It Takes Two. Founded on the six pillars of anti-bullying, financial literacy, college and career readiness, youth entrepreneurship, community service, and leadership. As you may have guessed by now, it takes to help school-aged children become prepared and equipped for the future. Welcome, Miss Jamila Kemp. Thank you so much, Anita, for having me today. No. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming out. So tell me, it, what struggles as a single parent led you to take on the even bigger struggle of starting a nonprofit? Sure, so when it was time to send my son to kindergarten, and he's now 14, he'll be 15 in May. Wow. Um, I couldn't afford to buy school supplies and food for the week. I was able to do it with some assistance from family and friends. But now, you were working a full-time job? Full-time job, yes. Day in and day out? Day in and day out. Nine to five? Nine to five. Employed as a? Um, at the time, I was doing customer service. And I've been in the customer yeah. service industry for over 15 uh, years now. So mm -hmm. you know in an organization, while we're the most important part of an organization, yes. we're also kind of the least paid right. as well. Um, so it was a struggle. Um, and like I said, I was able to get it done with some assistance from friends and family, but it was at that time that God laid it on my heart that although you're struggling with this one thing, you're going to help others who are struggling as well. Mm. And you so know, your pain I, becomes your purpose. It does. It does. But I almost talked myself out of it. I actually sat on the vision for two years before I did anything because in addition to working full time, being a mom, mm -hmm. my son was in football and running track and, and I started going back to school okay. as well online. I was like, okay, well, how do I fit? Now, during this time period, how did God continue? Because a lot of people struggle with what their purpose is. What am mm -hmm. I supposed to do? What am I put here for? Mm -hmm. How did it continuously come back to you time after time? It kept nagging on me. Mm. You know, when you're supposed to do something and it's like, do it, do it, do it, do it. It just kept coming back in different ways. And I always had that feeling of wanting to give back and okay. that's just my servant spirit that I have innately. So we just kept coming back and then it finally just fell into place when my son's track coach at the time, who's a lawyer, I shared the vision with her and she helped us to get everything started, you know, at no cost, mm -hmm. it was pro bono. And she filed our paperwork. Mm -hmm. She helped to really structure, get the business out of my head and put it on paper. So while it was strategize a, it. while it was a little bit, it was difficult getting it done. It was also in a way easy getting it done because you didn't have to find a good lawyer. Right. God provided one for you. Absolutely. You didn't have to come up with the money for it because <laughs> she saw the vision and provided the services pro bono. Yes. So all of that is a part of your purpose unfolding. Yes. And where, you know, it's it's a it's difficult to tread the road, but at the same time, the road continues on. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was it's a timing, and I'll tell any of my clients, it is a timing thing. God will drop the vision. Mm -hmm but I believe in timing as well. Okay. So when it happened, it was supposed to happen. I just took the leap of faith. And he's like, okay, I've given you this. Now it's your turn. It's time for you to be obedient. So once I said yes, mm -hmm. that's when things started to fall in place. And we celebrated seven years this past February. Wow. Yes. Seven years. Seven years, yes. In service to students and families. And Was there ever a time when you were starting it that you just wanted to give up? Yes. What was that like? And 
because it was overwhelming at first and then I didn't quite know what I was doing, although I'm educated now. I have a master's in nonprofit and association management. But when I started it, it was like, okay, here's this vision. What am I supposed to do with it now? I have these, I've raised my hand, I'm called to action. Mm -hmm. Now people are depending on me mm -hmm. to show up. It was a, <laughs> <laughs> it was a little scary. Yeah. And when, and then all, people always say, do it scared. So I started out by doing it scared, mm -hmm. but with the education, with the experience, with the people that were brought in, in our path to get things launched, it helped to overcome it. Um, and being transparent, which is what I always am. A couple years ago, I actually fell into a bout of depression because I was giving giving, 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 giving. And okay. when we do the work that we do, we have to make sure we are fulfilling ourselves and you, know, you can't give from an empty cup. Right. I was empty. So I got to a point where I was just like, I don't know that I want to do this anymore. But I got over myself. Was there, my was, there, was there one thing within developing the nonprofit that was that biggest brick wall for you? It was the support or the lack thereof. Okay. And I'll tell anyone, I had a list of 10 people who I knew were gonna support next to their name. I wrote down how they were gonna support okay. when we officially launched. No one showed up. But it was at that point that I had to quickly learn that this is not for everybody. This journey is not meant for everyone. Um, so it was getting over that initial shock of not getting that level of support, mm -hmm. but God has brought us every single person that we have needed for this <laughs> vision to grow. So step by step, the lawyer showed up. Got all your paperwork done. Yep. What was the next step? The next step was actually putting it in motion and finding your board. And at that time, I had no idea what that was about. I didn't know who they were supposed to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All I knew is that we had a vision and we needed people to help get this vision because as a nonprofit, no one owns a nonprofit. So we have a governing body, which yeah. is the board of directors. So I did go with my trust circle, but I was strategic about my trust circle. They were all church members, but one was um, in HR. The other one dealt okay. with young people and counseling and therapy mm -hmm, in mm -hmm, the sense, mm -hmm. and the other was in the school system. So I said, perfect. Yeah. This is who we need to get started. Six pillars that you started with. It you, started with one. Okay. It started with our Tools okay, for Success Scholarship. Six is a lot. It is, it is. It started strictly with our Tools for Success Scholarship, which is awarded to students that live in single parent homes and those scholarships pay for school supplies, books, uniforms, academic and sports mm -hmm. registration fees as well. Grades? Grades through fourth grade, which is unique about our program, okay. all the way to college, age 26. And we literally have provided a scholarship at every level over the past uh, seven years and we've awarded 19 scholarships so far. So that's all I knew I wanted to do when we launched was a scholarship. It was our lawyer who filled in the other objectives, which is um, mentoring. And so the six pillars that you're talking mm -hmm. about falls under our position for greatness youth program. So that's not the mission of the organization, but we bring the mission to life through this program. So this program is strictly geared for fifth through ninth grade students. Okay. A lot of us forget about that first major transition, which is from elementary school to okay. middle school. Fifth through ninth grade. Yes, for our position so, for but greatness initially, program. It's the Tools, tools for, for Success, success Scholarship. Mm -hmm. The Tools for Success Scholarship, mm -hmm. where you give away, is it backpacks full of? Yes, so we actually get the list, the school supply list we shop, we deliver it to the family. They may need uniforms. If it's college students, you need books, right? So we send mm -hmm. a check to the college mm -hmm. in the name of the student and put it on their books. 
we added two years ago sports and academic registration fees because we all know that grades are not enough. We have to create yeah. well-rounded students. Mm -hmm. So we pay for football, we pay for soccer, we pay for band because we want them to get that extra experience. And if they're already struggling providing food, then that's a luxury to participate in anything extracurricular. So we're helping to relieve the financial burden of our single parents. How does a student qualify for Tools for Success? They must live in our service area, and we are servicing Anne Arundel, Prince George's, Baltimore City, Baltimore County, and we added Montgomery County last year. Um, they must have a 2.5. Wow. They must have a 2.5 GPA or the equivalent. That's a huge area. It is. Eventually, we'll service all of Maryland, D.C., and Virginia, but. It's being strategic and mm -hmm, as, mm -hmm, assuming mm -hmm. a, a county each year is what we try to do. Okay. So that we don't have overcapacity and there's a huge need that we're unable to fill. Baltimore County. Yes. Baltimore City. Yes. Prince George's, mm -hmm. Anne Arundel. And Montgomery And County. Montgomery. Mm -hmm. Five counties. Five counties, yes. So we're, um, we're really excited about Montgomery County because we just made a connection last week and they're gonna to start to share our Tools for Success scholarship so that we can start to support those students in that capacity as well. And we'll look in the future for other ways that we can support them. Um, so in addition to the GPA, the service area, they must also, um, the family must also be a single parent household okay. and they must meet our income requirements. And our income requirements are those that either receive free and reduced lunch or they qualify for free and reduced lunch. And we follow the Department of Agriculture's schedule. It's a simple copy paste from their website into our scholarship application. And they have Two, to write an essay. 2.5. 2.5. Now, it's a pretty decent student that has to have a 2.5. I don't know if I had a 2.5 <laughs> 2 because mm -hmm. when you're going through struggles in a home, single parent, mm -hmm. multiple children, there's a lot of distractions. Mm -hmm. What led the organization to require a 2.5 to well, be eligible for the program? There are a lot of scholarships that are 3.0, 3.2, 3.7, 4.0. We want to, we're serving an underserved population, mm -hmm. okay? Personal experience, my son made um, honor roll for the very first time in middle school. And he wasn't allowed to have me come as a parent to share in that achievement. It was only students who were on the principal's honor roll who had straight A's. That's not fair. So we have to understand the disparity between mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the school system and the students and how they're treated and how they're, how they're um, mm -hmm. celebrated. So we wanted to focus on the underserved population. So we want to bring highlight the fact that, yeah, they may have this 2.5, but there may be something in there that's causing them to struggle. What is that struggle? What is the wraparound service that we can provide to help them to excel? And not all of our students are at 2.5. They are higher than that, but they come from a single parent home. So maybe it's the financial piece that is the, uh, the reason why they need the support. And we have seen our young people grow from a 2.5 if they were at that level mm -hmm. and increasing it through some of the wraparound services that we're able to provide and simply them knowing that we're there to support them because we do more than just give them money. We've been to graduations and birthday parties and we get invited to, to volleyball games and basketball games okay. because we want to be a part of your family and you're now a part of our family. Um, so that's the extension, that's the, the reach up and the reach back that we try to provide through our services. And with that, we'll be right back to delve into how you can get in contact with 
Jamila Kim so that you can see if you qualify for those services. What if I told you that you could stop the negative tape from playing inside your head? What if with seven simple steps, you could leave the pain of the past behind and live every day as your true authentic self? It is possible and you can do it. The ebook, Seven Simple Steps to Beat Emotional Baggage, How to Become Whole, Healed, Healthy, and Happy, shares how to resolve emotional baggage. And feel free to live true to your own personality, spirit, and character. Transform negative thinking into positive thinking and become equipped to boldly face your past and resolve emotional pain. Get your free copy at thatanitalive.com slash ebook. And we're back with Jamila Kim talking about tools for success, a cornerstone. Or a yes. co- and we're back with Jamila Kemp talking about tools for success, the cornerstone program out of her It Takes Two nonprofit yes. that <laughs> covers five counties, which yes. is a large area here. Yes in the DMV. Mm-hmm. So we chose to not focus on one area because there's single parents everywhere. Yes, but you're growing. I mean, yes. it's good because yes. taking on one county a year, one, you're not taking on too much that you can handle at one time, mm-hmm. but two, you're growing and willing to service the entire DC metro area. Yes. And not just one county as mm-hmm. opposed to another because they all have issues and problems. They Absolutely. all have people in need. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now let's move into some of your other programs. Sure. Because, right, earlier you mentioned the program that is based on the six pillars. Yes, our Physician for Greatness Youth Program. So that was birthed out of the need to be more intentional and strategic about how we deliver our services. Prior to forming the program, we had workshops here, we had workshops there, we partnered, but it wasn't consistent and we didn't have our own group of young people. We didn't have our own group. So we said, let's just make it a program. Um, And we focused on all of those workshops that we had been hosting throughout the area, and we just put it under one umbrella. Uh, So we focused on anti-bullying, college and career readiness, financial literacy, community service, leadership, and youth entrepreneurship. And this has come over six years of what we've experienced from our young people, what they need, what we hear our parents talking about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, we have to deliver and service our population, and it's our young people and our parents. So also, I do want to make a note that this program is not just for single parents. It is strictly our scholarship that focus is okay. geared towards single parents. Everything else we do mm-hmm. is open to everyone, every young person who wants the support in that capacity. Um, the youth entrepreneurship piece came two years ago. Um, as far as under our program because we started finding a whole bunch of young people who wanted to get into business for themselves. Okay. And we said, okay, let's give them an opportunity to showcase it. Um, so mm-hmm. with our annual event called Poetry in Motion, and we've been doing that in partnership with um, Visions Performing Arts for the past five years, it's a fashion show fused with poetry. It's all youth, and then in our second year, we introduced vendors with our young entrepreneurs. So they were selling cookies and lemonade <laughs> and cakes and jewelry that they made and their okay. artwork, and okay. it has just grown from there, and a lot of our young people got their start in business at that event, and 
they've just gone on to do amazing things. Give me an example. So his name is Fat Daddy. We call him Fat Daddy. No. Um, <laughs> it's called <laughs> Fat Daddy's Country Lemonade. His oh. name is Ron K. Jun Ron K. Brown Jr. Okay. His mom and I are good friends. We met on social media doing service work. Um, he has some of the best lemonade around, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan, but it's really good. But he's built his business from, I think it was three lemonades at our very first event, and he mm -hmm. now has 17 flavors. You can Ooh. find him all around the DMV. They had an event today, and mom does paparazzi, and the sister wanted to do some things, so it really is a family affair. And we've watched him grow. Um, he connected with another community organization to actually officially launch it, meaning he has filed his articles of formation, mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. legitimate, mm -hmm. and I'm just excited for him. Uh, so it's that that allows us to do what we do and say, you know what, there's a need. So did you think participating in poetry? Poetry in motion. That was his very built first his, event. Built mm -hmm. his self-esteem to be able to go forward to continue to develop his business? Yes, according to mom, yes. Ah, how old is he? He is 10 now. Oh. Yeah. So we had our, so that was our second one. So that would have been, he would have been what, seven, eight, when he first launched mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. um, and even mom said that your event was his very first event. So he's gotten, he, he's very outgoing and that was never a problem for him. Um, but he does his own sales. He'll charge your card. He'll tell you how much it is. <laughs> he won't tell you what's in it though or how to make it. But he's very good at what he does. Very good. Whoa. Yeah, so, so if, if people are watching this and they want to know how do they get involved, what are some of the ways that the community can get involved to help It Takes Two? They could volunteer. We're always looking for workshop facilitators. So if your skill set is career readiness, um, matter of fact, we have someone who's doing a virtual session for career readiness and how to prepare an interview etiquette. Mm -hmm. um, if you are financially savvy and you want to teach our young people how to ma manage their money and when they go to college, don't get the credit card. And, you know, if you are in business, you should be saving and investing and putting back into your business. Mm -hmm. So we're always looking for people to volunteer and come out and support and speak to our young people and encourage them as well. Um, this is not only adults, but it's also other young people because they connect at a different level. When you speak to a young person and mm -hmm. you're young yourself, I think there's this unspoken conversation yeah. that happens, right? Yeah. So we want to introduce that, but we also want to get the more seasoned veteran wisdom from our adults as well. Um, so please share, you know, we're on social media, come out to our events and just be an ambassador <laughs> for young people. <laughs> no. For people to get involved, say they wanted to know whether or not they qualify for any of your programs. Okay, um, if you are a young person, mm -hmm. for us, we already talked about the requirements for the scholarship. Right. But for our two, excuse me, for our position for Greatness Youth Program, it's literally fifth through ninth grade. Okay. If you feel that your child needs that extra support, or you want to get them involved with other young people, so there's no grade requirement. There's no income limit for our position for Greatness Youth yes. Program. No. Okay. No. So one and all. One and all. Yes. From all of the areas that you mentioned. Yes, wherever we're, we're at. And so we're, we're strategically hosting our events in those different areas so that we can serve. Not everything will be done at one time. Um, and we will also have the virtual sessions so any and everybody can participate in that as well. So once we start launching those, those will be uploaded to our YouTube channel. So you can find us on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You can find us on our website, which is www.ittakes2inc.org. You can find us on Facebook at It Takes Two. You can find us on Instagram at It Takes Two. 
Uh, you can find me personally because I cross promote um, on all of those social media platforms as well. And just give us a call. Um, maybe sometimes that's just the best way to reach out okay, to us. Okay. And that's 443-302-9799. And we're open to providing whatever support is needed. If we can't fulfill it, we have partners in place that can fill the need. Busy. Busy. Enjoying every moment of it though? I am. I am. There are days, like I said, where you got to take a step back and replenish and refresh and do some things that you like to do so you can keep it going. So, so what's yes. your vision for oh, It Takes Two? The vision to provide a full ride scholarship. Full ride to college, all four years. That's a major, major goal. Another vision is to have our own space that's strictly dedicated to It Takes Two so that we can have our young people come to us and we'll still go out in the community and be mobile in that sense as well. Mm -hmm. um, but we wanna create a home for our young people and parents as well because you can't get to the youth without their parent yeah, yeah. and we have to all be on the same page. So those are the two top visions for It Takes Two. How many children would you like to see involved in It Takes Two activities at any one time? Probably, I would say any one time, I would say between 50 and 100, and that may seem low, but we've never been about quality. We've been about, excuse me, quantity. We've been about quality. So even in our youth program, we max out at 10 students because we need to give that one-on-one -on -one support, and it's kind of hard to do that when you have mm -hmm. hundreds of students. And not to knock anyone that does, because I'm sure they have processes in place, but even when you have and people, 10 and additional and people, people to help. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Because I was sitting here thinking 50 to 100 is a lot. Yeah. When you're thinking about the individual type services that you offer, mm -hmm. because whether it's, even if it's the scholarship, money per person mm -hmm. adds up very quickly. Mm -hmm. It does. That's why those donations are needed. Books for college are not cheap. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're going through that, mm -hmm. I was thinking 50 to 100 is a, is, a, is a lot. How many do you have now? In our youth program, we have, uh, we have six right now. But like I said, that maxes out at 10. When we're talking on an annual basis, the number of students that we serve, we are exceeding 150, because, but we don't service the same child, right? So they may mm -hmm. come to this workshop or they may come on this college tour that we just had or they may come on the tour that's coming up of the U.S. Naval Academy. But we do touch over 150 lives on an annual basis. And one of them, some of them, we are helping in some sort of way. And that's our ROI, that's our return on investment. Mm -hmm is knowing that we're making a difference and that we're creating impact. Making an impact and making a difference, a big one in the community. Mm -hmm. What are some of the feedback that you get from parents or the kids that go through your, your workshops or your programs? I'll use our college tour. We just, on Monday, we went to um, Towson and we went to Morgan State. Okay. But prior to that, we had a college readiness workshop so that we can prepare them for the tour, what questions to ask, how do you finance it without being in debt, you know, those types of things. And the feedback that we got was, um, so what she said was she, she appreciate the passion that we have mm -hmm. at this age level because we start young in having this conversation in middle school. Mm -hmm. Because once you get to high school, 11th and 12th grade, sometimes it's a little bit too late. late yes. So she appreciated the fact that, that we're focused on this age group and we're not waiting until high school. 
Um, the college tour itself gave her students, um, her child, excuse me, insight on what kind of campus she wants to be on, whether it's a big one like Towson or a more smaller one like Morgan, and just giving them opportunities to make decisions and to make those comparisons and choices. Um, so even just for that, it opened up their mind to all the possibilities. And in that college readiness workshop, we talked about careers as well. One young man wanted to be a barber and have business and all of this, and it's okay to have those different desires. You think about your millionaires and billionaires, they don't have one stream of income no. coming in. No. There's multiple streams of income, mm -hmm. so if you can do what you love doing, you wake up every single day doing what you love and you can get paid for it, that's ultimately what we want. So it is the conversation that our parents are appreciating and opening up their minds to all of the possibilities that there are. There's a big old world out there. You gotta get beyond your immediate neighborhood to experience it, and that's what we try to do. So how do you touch upon each one of your six pillars? Through workshops, whether they're just like the college readiness workshop where we bring them together. Okay. Um, our virtual sessions, our tours, our trips, so our college tour, mm -hmm. and our tour of the Naval Academy that's coming up as well. So it's a combination of um, workshop in-house, in-classroom, okay. and getting out in the community. How do they handle the virtual workshops? Well, this will be our first one coming. Okay. So I can answer that at a later date. Well, how was it being delivered? <laughs> are, they, be, are they having to come down to your site and they all watch it at one time? Or? Oh no, they're at home. Okay. This is gonna be a Zoom session. So we're using technology um, in order to deliver our services and that's where they're at anyway. They're on their phones. So it's nothing for them to loop, tune into this Zoom session. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be live. They don't have to be on the video if they're security issues and they're a little bit younger, but they'll be able to see us, they'll be able yeah. to see the presentation, mm -hmm. it'll be recorded, they can watch it later if they can't make it live, and eventually we can repackage and repurpose that mm -hmm. so that we can upload that to YouTube, and I'm talking out loud of things that I would like to see happen, but that just allows us to open up um, our reach beyond even the DMV. It can be global, you know, once we get on YouTube, you have access to millions Are of people. Are you passionate about It Takes Two? I am. I sleep, eat, breathe nonprofits. <laughs> um, you know, this is, you know, when, when you're a founder of a nonprofit, you've birthed a baby. Mm. God has dropped that vision in your spirit and he's mm. asked you to go out and do it. And like I said, once you be obedient and say yes, that's what, passion is what drives this thing. Every day you gotta be willing to get up and show up because get people up. are depending on you. Get up and show up. Yes. I say it every week because I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Help is available. Every tough moment you're struggling with, someone else has already passed through. Don't suffer in solace and please do not suffer alone. To reach out to Jamila, find her on Instagram at It Takes Two Inc. I'm Anita, your host. Be sure to check out that's anitalive.com for where and when to see our next episode.